Hey there, and welcome back to Food Biz Whiz. Today's episode is all about how you can prepare for the next quarter and ensure that you're on track to hit your goals. Grab a pen and paper, get ready to take some notes, and by the time you're done listening to this 15-minute episode, you are going to be well on your way to outlining and planning your goals for the next three months. Let's get right to it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. You're hearing it here first. The Food Biz Whiz Quarterly Planner is now available. This physical planner helps busy food business owners set and achieve their goals week in and week out. Based off my decade of helping food businesses succeed and seeing food businesses struggle to get it all done in a day, this planner is specific to our unique industry and the annual calendar that has us all thinking about fourth quarter holidays in July. Find the planner at foodbizwiz.com slash planner or linked in today's show notes. I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. All right, my whizzes, this episode is going to help you plan and achieve your business and personal goals for the next 90 days. If you've tuned in, you're already taken one of the most important first steps, realizing that by planning, you are one step closer to achieving your goals. Now, this episode is going live in mid-March, right right uh, before we hit the first week of April, which is the start of quarter two. But let me be clear, this episode is relevant regardless of when you listen to it. I am a huge fan of making moves in your business when the inspiration strikes. So regardless of when you're listening to this episode, it's worthwhile to take these 15 minutes and plan out your next 90 days. You'll never regret taking time to articulate what you want for your business and your personal goals. So keep on listening regardless of when you stumble upon this episode. Here is what we are going to talk about today. We're going to talk about my process for setting quarterly goals, including talking through how many goals you should focus on this quarter. We're going to discuss how to outline your goals. I'm going to give you my five-minute process for doing this. It's very easy. We're going to talk about my favorite tool for tracking my goals. And then finally, I'm going to tell you why it actually doesn't matter if you hit your goals or not. Okay, so first, let's all agree that we set goals in order to measure our results. How will we know whether or not we've succeeded unless we've set a goal? I'm not going to go into all the details on how to set SMART goals or annual goals because I've covered that all in episode 22 of this podcast, which I'll link in the show notes. So we're going to assume that we all know by now that your goals have to be specific, measurable, assignable, realistic, and time-related. That's what a SMART goal is. I don't want to see you guys setting goals that sound like, I'm going to get better at social media. (laughs) I'm going to perfect my wholesale pitch. I'm going to network with influencers. My whizzes, these are not SMART goals. 
Now that we're on the same page, let's talk about how I personally set my quarterly goals and how I recommend my retail-ready students set their goals and how I recommend that you set your goals. It's easy. You are going to follow these three steps. Step number one, get out a piece of paper. Step number two, set a timer for 20 minutes. Set Step number three, answer a series of questions, which I will outline momentarily. That's it. It couldn't be easier. So often I see people fail to set goals because they think it's a big, daunting project and that it's going to take them all day. And you know what? I would rather have you set a goal in five minutes and at least have something that you're shooting for rather than skip out on this whole process because you're feeling overwhelmed by it. From here, most people ask me how many goals they should set per quarter. And while I do think it's a personal decision, I always recommend three or four goals. That's what I do. Too many more than that means that you're rarely able to stay focused enough to achieve them. You know, you're only giving yourself 90 days here and that you're going to struggle to get them all done if you have too many. Too many more than three or four probably also means that you haven't set ambitious enough goals. Instead, let's walk through the really straightforward outline that I have right at the very beginning of the Food Biz Wiz physical planner, the goal outline page. For those of you who aren't familiar with the Food Biz Wiz physical planner, it's just that. It's a physical planner that I designed specifically for the food industry, which can be started on any Monday of the year. Time and time again, I would see retail-ready students set really great goals that I knew that they could hit, and yet they'd fall short. I mean, not because of skill or ambition or knowledge, but simply because they weren't organized enough to hit their goals. They didn't have a system in place for working towards their goals. So it dawned on me that I could show my students the same system that I use to hit my goals, the same system that I've been using since high school (laughs) when my school required us to use physical planners, and the food biz whiz physical planner was born. You can find out more about the planner in the show notes or at foodbizwiz.com. And let's get back to this process, okay? So again, remember, you're going to set a timer for 20 minutes, and then you're going to answer the following questions, which I'll read through, and then I'll add in, I'll go back and I'll add a little commentary, right? So here are the five questions that you're going to ask yourself. What is your smart goal. That's your number one. Number two, is it a personal or professional goal? Number three, why is it important to you? Number four, what are the first steps I need to take to move this goal forward? And number five, how will I measure the results or how will I know if I've succeeded? So let's look at these questions in a little bit more depth. Now, if you are listening to this podcast and you are nodding along as you drive your car or you wash dishes or you're walking your dog, I want you to pause and come back to this when you actually have time to do the work. I mean, I could do a whole other podcast episode on the difference between consuming content and actually getting stuff done in your business, but the condensed version is this. You can listen to this podcast all day long and absorb all the content, but until you put pen to paper and work on your business, you are just wasting your time. So pause this podcast, 
grab a piece of paper and start taking notes. Let's review the questions that you are going to ask yourself to outline each goal. So again, first question was, what is your SMART goal? This is simple, and I don't want you to overthink it here. You can always modify your goal later. In this question, you're simply articulating what you want to achieve in the next 90 days using the SMART goal framework. From there, I ask you, is it a personal or professional goal? Again, it's a straightforward answer. I always include this question in the goal setting outline in the planner because I want my clients to realize that your goals don't have to be all in one domain. For me, I find that the more work I do on my personal goals, the better I do in business as well. I am actually curious if you have found that same correlation. So then number three, this is a good one. Why is this goal important to you? This is a juicy one. So until you have a compelling reason here, it's going to be hard to push through when you come up against roadblocks. Again, I want you to be specific here. Why is it important to you? And write from the heart. Okay, fourth question. What are the first steps I need to take to move forward on this goal? I like this one because so often we feel that our goals are too lofty or we don't know how to move forward on them. In this response, you are going to do a brain dump of the first steps you need to take in order to get moving on this goal. Keep them simple. The process, or excuse me, the purpose of this step is for your brain to get moving in the right direction and to realize that you do know how to move forward with your goal regardless of what it is. This steps allows you to trust your entrepreneurial intuition, and it reaffirms that you know what you need to do, or you know what you don't know in order to achieve this goal. I love this step. And then finally, you ask yourself, how will I measure the results, or how will I know if I've succeeded on this goal? This step forces us to recognize what success will look like. It needs to be something super measurable and clear so we know exactly when we have hit our goal. This step is also a great way to double check that you have set a SMART goal in the first place. All right, so shall we run through an example of these five steps? Let's use a goal from a recent Retail Ready student. So first off, remember, what is your SMART goal? My Retail Ready student said, my goal is to redo my sell sheet by June 15th so that it contains all of the information that a buyer would need to place a first order. That's really straightforward. That's a great, smart goal. I'm going to read it again here. So my goal is to redo my sell sheet by June 15th so that it contains all of the information a buyer would need to place that first order. I love it. So question number two, is it personal or professional? Obviously, this is a professional goal. Number three, why is it important to you? So this is what she said. This goal is important to me because I've been struggling to get buyers to call me back, and I recognize I need to change my pitch and promotional materials in order to stand out in their crowded inboxes. (laughs) Yes, you do. Okay. I am devoting 2020 to increasing my wholesale accounts, and I know that this sell sheet is essential to getting my foot in the door at stores where I really want to be. Yeah, so true. This is the first piece of the pitch puzzle that I need to improve in order to truly assess 
address what else I need to work on. Yeah, I love this goal. Um, and I love, I love the way she articulates why this is important to her. She realizes that this is, this is just one piece of that pitch puzzle, as she says, that she needs to check off so that she knows where to fine tune her wholesale strategy. She needs to know that she is doing her very best in order to get her foot in the door in wholesale accounts. Okay, number four, what are the first steps I need to take to move forward on this goal? So she's articulated a few here that I'll read out. So number one, watch the retail ready lesson on sell sheets. Yeah, that's a great place to start. Two, schedule time with a photographer to reshoot my products, knowing that great photography is the key to a good sell sheet. Yep. Next, sketch out the new sell sheet layout with a pencil and paper. Yeah, I love it when people like physically sketch out a sell sheet. Number four, create a new sell sheet in Canva. Yep. Number five, submit draft sell sheet to retail ready for my personalized review. I love this. We we review all student sell sheets in Retail Ready, giving them a video uh, providing feedback on how they can make their sell sheet better. So this is a key step here. And then finally, make changes based on Retail Ready feedback. Yeah, awesome. Now the process of redoing the sell sheet doesn't feel so daunting, right? It's like, oh, well, it's six steps. Yeah, I can do that. And then finally, that last question was, how will you measure the results? How will you know if you've succeeded? And she says, I know I've succeeded when I have the final copy back after getting retail-ready feedback and adjusting my sell sheet. I will know it's working when I get a comment from a buyer on how great our sell sheet is, or if they place a first order without the typical back-and-forth emails with questions about my product line. Yeah, totally agree here. All right, so did you guys see how that played out? I mean, it was pretty easy, right? You might remember, I'll remind you, at the beginning of the episode, I told you that the three steps for outlining your goals were get out a piece of paper, set a timer for 20 minutes, and answer a series of questions. I said 20 minutes here because I want you to spend no more than five minutes per goal. Again, I recommend three to four goals per quarter. So this exercise truly shouldn't take you more than 20 minutes to complete. And you are going to be well on your way to having a strong 90 days ahead of you. All right, so that's part one of this episode, how to outline your goals. I can't wait to see what you come up with for the upcoming quarter. And from here, let me tell you my favorite tool for outlining my goals and why it doesn't actually matter whether you hit your goals or not. So as you guys know by now, my favorite tool for tracking my goals is a physical planner. Now, before you turn off this episode and stop listening because you're not a planner person, hear me out. Or actually, let me read this quote to you from my retail-ready student, Tanya of Queen of Hearts Hemp. Here is what this non-planner woman says about the Food Biz Wiz planner. She says, it holds me accountable and I need that. It's my evening ritual before dinner with a glass of wine in hand and the day's next tasks so I look forward to putting down each night. I've never been a planner person either. It's a big deal that this non-planner person is using this in-depth planner. I love this. Thank you, Tanya. I want to ask you, you guys, so what tools are you using to set and track your goals? It doesn't have to be the Food Biz Wiz Planner. Of course not. But if it's not that, you have got to have some sort of system in place. If you don't have one, 
I would encourage you to give the planner a shot. I know you are going to be shocked by how much you accomplish once you have a system in place for doing so. Again, I'll link the planner in the show notes for you to check out. And so finally, I want to address this idea that it doesn't actually matter if you hit your goals. I want to talk about this for a second because I know that some of you listeners are going to tell me that you don't want to set goals because you find them intimidating, because you don't want to be stuck with a goal, or you don't want to be forced into a goal. I often hear... I don't want to set goals because I'm a perfectionist and it gets me down if I don't hit them. I can't handle the disappointment and the discouragement of not hitting my goal. You guys, I'm going to call you out on this BS thinking right now. Why? Again, because it doesn't actually matter if you hit your goals. What matters is that you worked towards something, that you thought about an end result, and that you put systems in place to work towards it and to move your business forward. Let's use a non-food industry-related example here. Let's say you have a goal, you had a goal of losing 20 pounds in 2019, and you worked hard at it all year long, but sure enough, January 1st, 2020 hit, and you had lost only 18 pounds you didn't hit your 20-pound goal. How would you feel? Would you be discouraged and disappointed that you didn't hit your 20-pound goal? Or would you be pumped that you had put healthy habits in place throughout 2019 and you had lost 18 pounds as a result? I am betting the latter. Got it? Okay, so if you are still using the excuse of being a perfectionist to not set goals, it is time to put that aside. I don't care if you hit your goals or not. I care more about the changes that you make in your business that help you move forward consistently each quarter. All right, my whizzes, that's what I've got for today. I would love to hear what your goals are for this quarter. So come back to our Food Biz Whiz Facebook group and post them in this week's thread so I can cheer you on. It's time to get in there. So find that group at foodbizwiz.com or linked in today's show notes. Have a great week, and I will see you back here next Thursday. Until then, stay busy. If you're enjoying this episode, you're going to love my Food Biz Whiz quarterly planner. I made this planner specifically for the food industry, and it includes pages on setting annual and quarterly goals, planning for trade shows, organizing your category reviews, managing your buyer contacts, and much much more. If you're ready to set and achieve your food business goals, click through to the planner linked in today's show notes. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Whiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.